Good morning, my lovely people, and welcome to Haley's Holistic Touch Radio, where our goal is to make positivity louder through the empowerment of ourselves and others. So, today is March 24th, 2019, and I have my friend Kristen Luttrell here. Is that how you say it, Luttrell? Okay, and um, we just met this week. We're doing a photo shoot together this upcoming weekend, and she is a super awesome creative lady who I wanted to introduce to you guys. She is an artist and a personal chef, and then she does some software design and accounting as well, and we wanted to share her skills and her passions with you guys, and um, in turn, this makes the world a better place. So, <laughs> hi Kristen. Hello. <laughs> How is your day going? My day is going fabulous, thank you very much. How about you? Pretty well. So you are an artist, and I was looking at your paintings earlier. What inspired you to start painting? I so like twenty five years ago, I saw a painting. Um, I've always been very much into abstract art, not so much realism or even illustrative. Um, but I saw a painting and it was just a gradation between going from red to this really deep orange. And for some reason it has stuck with me for so long. And I thought one of these days I'm going to try and do that gradation and see how that feels and what it looks like. And every now and then I just like, I'll go to the store and buy a bunch of paint and then try and see what happens. Uh, yeah. So, (laughs) um, but then I like back last October, um, I started learning about color theory and taking some online classes and uh, bought some paint. And um, when I was in the paint store, the lo- just one of the local paint stores, I saw um, this product called Pouring Medium. Okay. And I was like, oh, what's a pouring medium? That sounds amazing. So I came home and I just Googled it and then found a bunch of people using pouring medium on uh, YouTube. And it turns out there's this whole style of painting called fluid art. And a sub-style of fluid art is pouring the paint. And so what you do is you just mix your paints with um, something that makes them more fluid. Okay. And then you mix them in a cup or a vessel or however you want. You can layer them. You can mix them. It's all whatever you're feeling at the moment. And then you pour it onto the canvas or flip it onto the canvas. And then when you pick the cup up the reveal is just all these beautiful colors flying across your canvas and it's so exciting and you don't know what the paint is going to do and you don't know where it's going to go and you don't know what it wants you to do with it and (laughs) it's just like this whole interactive experience and when you're done you have a beautiful piece of art to put on your wall and um what I loved was that like you know here I am 45 learning how to paint for the first time and uh just hanging out with all of these colors is Mm -hmm. amazing and you know when you put them when you put the colors into whatever fluid medium you want and you stir them all these like colorful bubbles come up and ripples and so just stirring the paint sometimes is like the most hypnotic mesmerizing um almost like meditative experience yeah so yeah i just found it like six months ago It sounds super therapeutic. It is super therapeutic. And what one of the things that I loved learning was you don't have, you don't have to be born 
like you don't have to be born a painter anybody can paint it's uh i used to be a dance instructor and anybody can dance there's super easy techniques right left right left you don't have to feel the music from the start you know you can do the techniques and then start feeling the music and so with painting it turns out hey you can learn a bunch of techniques and then start feeling it as you're going and turn yourself into a painter even if you don't feel like you were born one right yeah those are kind of my thoughts is that talent is learned it's not necessarily something you're born with yeah so I feel like that's kind of a misconception some people have is you know, she has so much talent, she must have been born with it, or, you know, she grew up and just, you know, became this super talented person overnight, but it's not like that. I feel like a talent is a skill, too. Yes, definitely. And it's a skill you can learn. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like some of the, some of the best things to watch from the outside, like sports or especially dance, car racing, any, anything, they make it look so easy. And what makes it so beautiful is it's not <laughs> it is so hard and you have to put so many hours into learning it but then when you do it you make it look so easy you make other people feel like they can do it too and that's how we inspire yeah because they can do it too it exactly. just might take a while <laughs> exactly that reminds me of this video i saw of this um guy who was a dancer and he was just dancing and busting it out. And I was just thinking he must have spent so many hours practicing this routine that lasts like 60 seconds. But it changed my entire life just watching that 60 second video of him dancing and how passionate and happy mm -hmm. he was. So for him, his, you know, hours or days or weeks or however long of practice paid off because he created this ripple effect that not only made me happy, but made others happy around me. Mm -hmm because I carry that memory with me now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So I feel like that's how art is. You know, you spend these, this time training and developing these skills and these talents and it may seem like time to you, but then you're also kind of timeless because you're making other people happy around you and then they carry that happiness with them. So I'm happy seeing your art and oh. then I'm going to, you know, share that with other people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I think uh, joy begets joy, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, it's, um, I think it's, I feel like it's very fulfilling. Like, um, one of the things I've learned, the more I study poor art, poor paintings and people doing fluid art, and the more I like read their stories, because a lot of people are very, um, open in their Instagram stories. It's almost like a diary. Exactly. And, um, so I'm reading, you know, their, their stories and stuff. And hopefully one of these days I'll get to the point where I can write mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, they talk about how, they can't stand for long periods of time or sit for long periods of time, and so they can't do traditional painting. Mm. Um, but but being able to do uh, the poor painting has really like sort of um, soothed their soul and helped oh. in their healing, and that's what I feel like it does for me. Like I, love I, it. I can put brush to canvas, it's um, like physically, but to me, watching the paint do what it's going to do and just trying to help it. Uh, is just m where I live and what makes what seems to heal me more. That's awesome. So you're kind of co-creating with the paint instead of trying to control yes. the outcome of yes, it. Yes, yes. When I'm when I'm doing the paint, I know a lot of people. Some some artists do try and control it, and there are different ways where you can sort of control the paint more, depending on how thick or how thin or just all of these other things. But to me, the whole point is to just stand back and see what the paint wants to do. 
which yeah. I know sounds a little weird, but um, they're you know it's it's kind of like when sculptors look at a piece of rock and mm -hmm. they say, oh, I'm just freeing the sculpture that's in the rock. That's what I feel about with the paint. Oh, and that's so a cool way to look at it. Yeah, I'm just trying to do it justice and free the picture within it. That's so cool. And yeah, I'm just an aid. Yeah. Not the creator. I'm co-creator. Yeah, I love that. We're all co-creators in this universe and we're just aiding each other too. Mm -hmm. so that's awesome. Yeah. And then, so you're a personal chef. Yes. Yes, I did that for, I don't do it as much now. Uh -huh. um, I'm more busy uh, with the software and stuff, but I do still, I do a lot of cooking. And um, I used to cook for a family in the Palisades and I would make all of their meals and like box them up and put them in the refrigerator for them and leave little notes as to oh. how to finish the meal for the rest of the week. And, yeah. you know, and they would call me and be like, oh, we lost the note on the top. <laughs> how do I finish the pot pie? You know, um, it was really fun, you know, and it's fun to... Um, learn other people's wants and desires. The family is Jewish, and so I got to help make Seder dinners sometimes. We got to go to a Seder dinner, mm. learn other people's culture, learn other people's type of food and what makes them run. Uh, that, to me, was really fun. And then so cool. you also need to be an entertainer if you're going to be a personal chef. Right, I can imagine. <laughs> because people want to come in and talk to you, so you have to be able to multitask. You have mm. to be able to make a very complex dinner while entertaining a lot of people, some of which you may or may not know, mm -hmm. and that is fantastic. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So I feel like that's an awesome experience, and you're you're helping people to develop their life skills just by being their company, and you're mm -hmm. co-creating in that way too. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. making people's lifestyles easier just by being you. Oh, <laughs> I try. Yeah, I love it. You shine so much light. I love it. Oh, thank you. Bless you. <laughs> And so what about the software? Like, what is your favorite part about what you do with that? Oh, there's a few favorite parts I mm -hmm. have about that. I actually really love accounting. Okay. I really love numbers. I love that you can look at them in so many different ways. Like, they are black and white and they're finite, but they're almost not. Like, there's a lot of gray area. Um, and so I love, I love working with my numbers. Um, I also love the fact that um, some of the software we've built makes life easier. Yeah. And like we have um, a, a, it's called a CRM, which is a customer relations management program um, that my husband, Calvin, who, who owns the company, he created this software to make our lives easier with the administrative part. Mm -hmm. So um, when, otherwise you'd need four of me. Like I just cannot, <laughs> cannot do enough. But because that we have this, where the developers can put in their logs about what they're working on and how long it's taken them, then I can then talk to the clients much easier and say, here's where everything is. And, you know, and instead of just like gathering all this information from so many different people, it's just right there where I can see it. And I don't know why, but I like, I think that's exciting. Like it's fun for me Yeah. Um, to, to do things that, that organize life easier because I'm not organized. <laughs> but you must be to have that job. You'd think. <laughs> I'm organized in my mind. And I like to think I'm organized, but I'm also one of those people who like paper. Mm -hmm. And so I write everything down and then try and translate it into the computer sometimes. And so then my papers are everywhere. Cause, but I know where they are. It's just nobody else can walk in without having a little panic attack because it's just too much stuff everywhere. <laughs> so, like, I don't look organized. 
but I sort of feel organized. There's a method to the madness. There is a method to my madness, yes, definitely. <laughs> and whenever I go to clean everything up, I can't find anything after that. So I should never put anything away. <laughs> uh, Calvin doesn't buy that story, but, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way, at, you know, with my dishes and things. I'm like, I'm just going to use this later, so why am I putting it away when I'm just going to take it back out again? <laughs> oh, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> but we all have our, our own organization <laughs> that works for us. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. And then, so I wanted to ask you, what is your biggest dream right now? Oh, that is a good one. What is my <laughs> biggest dream? I have a few. One of my biggest dreams is I really, that we're working on is I really want a studio. Oh, okay. So um, you can see here in my house, I've got art. My art is in my office. My art is in the kitchen. Like all of my supplies, they're just, they're definitely not organized. And I keep going in there and trying to organize them, but it just, I need more space. Mm -hmm. um, and so my dream, and I need, I would love to have space where when I work with the resin, I, don't, I can have um, ventilation. So that oh, right. it doesn't, the fumes don't bother anybody and the dust doesn't get in anything. So that's one of my dreams is to have a studio. Um, what I have, that's, that's like the biggest one that's on my horizon right yeah. now. And like, I have a dream of just like, I, I love working, uh, with the software and I love working with the accounting, but I have a dream where it's just like, I have so much time to spend on the art. <laughs> yeah, definitely. In the studio. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. I would like to share it, some of it, but, um, and I like sharing the experience. I've done a lot of teaching and I know a lot of people are teaching poor painting. I don't know of anybody doing it here in Cal in, um, Coachella Valley. Okay. So I'm, I would sort of be interested in teaching if, if, if I knew somebody who wanted lessons or something. Yeah. Um, that is very fascinating to me. I like to impart all of the knowledge that I spend excessive hours <laughs> learning. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's, that's all that I, you know, that's the biggest one. That's the one yeah. on the, in my mind mostly. That's exciting. Yeah. It's always good to have a space where you can create and the time to do it. So it happens naturally, you know, mm -hmm. all in due timing. Mm -hmm. And there's always someone who has similar interests as you or wants to learn. So hopefully, you know, just by doing this podcast, even if you just touch one person and touch their hearts and plant the seeds, you know, yeah. someone's going to ask you later down the line and you're going to be that teacher. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of information out there. Yeah. And I've learned a lot of it from just from other teachers like on YouTube. Yeah. And things like that. So, um, it, and it's a really good community. This poor painting community is fluid art. I don't think I've ever, I've seen one mildly negative comment oh. in all of the information that I've looked over. There aren't really any trollers. People aren't like, Oh, your colors muddied up or people are just very nice and kind. They ask a lot of questions. The people who post usually answer. Um, it's just very open and free. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's uh, a great thing about this painting community, especially the fluid art I've noticed. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kristen. And then would you like to share what your Instagram handle is so people can check out the art that you're doing? Oh, sure. Mine is at kick 22, but it's spelled a little bit weird. So it's Q I Q two, two, two. I was wrong. There's three twos. In there. Okay. <laughs> so kick spelled Q I Q and then two, two, two. Perfect. So QIQ222 is the Instagram handle. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah, so thank you, Kristen. I appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, Haley. <laughs> and all of your skills and everything that you're sharing with the world. You're making it a beautiful place just being yourself. Oh, so, <laughs> And um, yeah, I am glad to um, share this with you guys as the community. So, you know, support your local artists and the community by organic. And when people share this information with you, um, you know, just take it for what it is and share that too because we all have skills to offer each other and knowledge and um that is about it for today i love you guys hope you have a blessed day and we will see you next time